You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Football Show Rankings Edition. We're going to go over the top 36 running backs for 2019. Right now, I have loaded up an ADP ranking list that I imported into my sleeperu.com drag and drop redline rankings feature. So this tool we're using is from sleeperu.com. You want a tool like this for your draft? Get on over to sleeperu.com and, and get your subscription. 29 bucks for the entire year. But you can drag and drop redline your rankings. Now I've imported, again, ADP rankings and reshuffled these to mirror what is going on in the real world. Barkley's one, McCaffrey's two, Elliot's three, Connor's seven. These are not my rankings, I repeat. What's up, Dylan? These are not my rankings. I'm going to make them my rankings and make these my biatch. So let's get to it. What's up, Jeremy? What's up, Terry? Daryl? Oliver? Dylan? Honest Abe? Christopher? Jeremy? Oliver? Antonio? Sand? Richard? Hitting the thumbs up on the way in. That's what I'm talking about. You guys are the best community, man. I can always count on you guys to jump in, hit the thumbs up. And get ready for an awesome show. What's up, Brian? I'm doing good, brother. Notification squad, absolutely honest Abe. Okay, so if you don't know, now you know. SleeperU.com, drag and drop rankings. I've got them right here on split screen. What's up, Larry? Dylan says, why? Bye. Let me give you this, this ad by Dylan. Let me drag this on screen. Dylan says, why buy a magazine or a draft kit when you can own the whole website at sleeperu.com? Brought to you by Dylan. Anybody ever watch Movie Phone or listen to Movie Phone? Did everybody have that in their state? Hello and welcome to Movie Phone brought to you by New Times. Putting off mowing the lawn to watch Smitty. Okay, let's get to it. Running back rankings. Let's do it. Smash the thumbs up, says David. Okay. Barkley, according to ADP data, Barkley is the number one. I'm going to redline them like you can do on sleeperu.com. And then I'm going to uncheck it. It's going to leave them grayed out. I think it's a little easier to read. I don't really have a problem with anybody in the top four getting ranked over anybody. But I think... For me, I'm still not straying away from my Alvin Kamara being my number one overall player. I'm okay with Barkley at two. I'm okay with anybody that wants to rank Barkley at one. I'm okay with anybody that wants to rank McCaffrey at one. You just can't really argue this group. Now, this is the tricky one because really I have Zeke Elliott as my two, but I'm I'm not sure how you guys feel. Comment and let me know what you think, but it's starting to get to that time where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to drop him out of my top four, but do I worry enough about a holdout? Do I worry about injury potential because of this? Do I just say to myself, we're much safer just putting him at the four spot? He's fallen to the four spot pretty much everywhere I've looked at the last day or two in terms of mock drafts and stuff like that and rankings where people are talking about it. He goes right to four. I don't think anybody's bold enough to drop him out of the top four yet, but... I think everyone's starting to think this guy's the number four. 
Henry says, if you draft Zeke before number four right now, you're crazy. Gordon will put Gordon will pull a Lev Bell this year. I think that's probably right, Jake. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling that way right now. But yeah, so let's move let's move Zeke to four. Uh, Barkley, McCaffrey. I'm gonna put McCaffrey at two right now. I, I don't know. I'm I'm really feeling good about the the report about his weight being only about two to six pounds. Um, and PPR at least. We'll do PPR for this this exercise. But I just don't love these top guys anymore. Smitty says Sand. Well, I love the six spot. My favorite draft selection, my draft spot is the six spot. I love it. I feel like I've I've done a lot of mock drafts from the six spot. I don't feel like I've ever hated my team. I've loved my team coming out of that spot. So I'm kind of with you in the sense that I love the that pick more. I still love these guys, but yeah, I mean, Kamara, past Kamara, and, and McCaffrey doesn't have much question mark right now, in my opinion. Barkley, I worry about that offense a ton. I think Barkley will get his. He's a beast, but he's going to get overworked, and that'll worry me about the next year. Uh, Ghost, David Johnson first overall, is that totally crazy? Yes, David Johnson number one overall is absolutely insane. Zeke will be 100% signed, says Jake. I believe that the Cowboys will make this happen. Zeke's very different than than Melvin Gordon to his team, to his ticket sales, to uh, merchandise sales, to you know people getting very upset in Dallas if he is not signed. Let me move this stuff down just to give us a little more real estate. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to go Kamara, McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott. That's my top four for today. And as I always tell you, I could do this tomorrow and it'd be different. Does that make me a wishy-washy person or somebody that backtracks or is hypocritical? No, it makes me a human freaking being that like you can sit there and re-rank their own top 10 multiple times in a given two-day period. That's honest. That's real. That's how it, it goes. So um, if anybody has a problem with that, that I could be like this tomorrow, then you don't like honesty because honestly, that's where I'm at. I don't know what I'm doing from day to day with these top four. I don't, except for Kamara. Kamara, I've not wavered on. He's been my number one. 1,500 plus yards back-to-back years. He's only played two years. And honestly, Kamara is my locked-in number one. Kamara. Oops. Just thought I'd highlight him. Okay. Where do we go from here? This is, if you're just joining us, this is an ADP data list that we've the gray stuff I've already reordered and taken care of and made it my biatch but from five down we're looking at ADP data still so until you see it gray it's not mine David Johnson's number five Bell's number six according to ADP data James Connor's number seven he's not staying there in fact let's bump him down more right now because I don't like the looks of that uh honestly Guys are going to call me crazy, some of you. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm not saying to draft Cook this high. But if I'm giving you my rankings and I'm telling you where I think these guys are going to finish, with the caveat and the warning shot that you need to let him fall as long and as far as you can. 
Do not take him number five. You don't have to. But for me, this guy was top five heading into the year that everybody was was you know expecting him to break out. And now everybody's talking about how he's so risky down in this range. And he's he's built the risk is built in down in this range to be this kind of guy. So I'm putting him here and it can ruffle your feathers, you can get upset, you can leave nasty comments. Smitty, how can you rank him over DJ? How is this expert advice? Who gives you the authority? Me being on CBS and NBC Sports Radio for the last 15 years gives me a little bit of authority uh, to make a bold call once in a while. So if you don't like that call, whoops, too bad. I just checked DJ. Oops. Okay, so I think DJ deserves to be right there anyway, so we'll just check him off. DJ at the sixth spot, I think, is very safe. I like DJ. Me ranking Cook at number five over DJ has nothing to do with DJ. It has everything to do with Cook. So draft Cook where you can. Don't take him here or take him here because you can. That's how you win a league. You don't win a league taking him here. You win a league taking him here. But that's where I'm ranking him. But with the caveat, with the warning shot that you don't take him any higher than you have to. What's up, Dave? I'm telling him, Dave. Edelman is 50 years old. <laughs> I'm not a big Edelman fan. Uh, as you saw, my if you haven't seen it, my wide receiver rankings video. David Johnson, bounce back year. Again, you can... I could just see the comments now. Smitty, you're way low on David Johnson. I'm telling you, I love David Johnson this year. But his risk also needs to be packaged in to his value. And I think at a six running back slot, six or seven, he could hit a home run for from that spot. And he, even if he disappoints a little bit, he earns you your value back. Everything is about hitting a home run from that draft slot. That's why you must take Dalvin Cook later than five. I repeat, if you're just joining me, take Dalvin Cook where you can. David Johnson, number six. Lev Bell's got to go there for me. I know people either love him or hate him, but he has top five potential. He does. So, Roger says he likes Damian over Cook. That's understandable, bro. I think Damian Williams is top five to ten running back appeal, and I love him, and I'm going to rank him really high, but with the caveat, again, of of drafting him as late as you can. Poke says, let me do this in my announcer voice so it's not coming from me. 57 watching and only 30 likes. Let's bump those numbers, those thumbs up, peeps. Poke. Go, go samples, draft Camara. Smitty dropping knowledge. Thank you, Warren. Warren wants to get in on this. Oh, whoops, wrong one. Here's Warren's comment. Click thumbs up button. Click the thumbs up button. I can't even read today. <laughs> Leaving words out. Okay, volume alone can vault Bell up the list. Henry's got a comment. Let's read Henry's comment here before we move on. 
Here's the thing when you say take guys later because you can, but you are taking first and second round picks, you don't get much choice. Uh, yeah, Henry, so great point. Henry brings up a great point. At some point, you have to... Uh, by the way, thanks for the detailed email, Matt. Matt just signed up, by the way, and I gave Matt some one-on-one advice. Matt, how'd you like the one-on-one advice? You like that feature? So, I get what you're saying, Henry, and you make a great point. Odell Beckham Jr., to me, is number, he could be the number one fantasy football wide receiver in 2019. I take Mike Evans ahead of him. I take Hopkins because that's appeal. That's upside. That's ceiling. But for me... If I get into the 7, 8, 9 range where he normally goes 2.01, 2.02, and I have a, a fear that he's going to get taken and he won't last my 2.3 pick or whatever, I'll take Odell at 7 or 8. I will. I love him. But I do let him fall to a degree. So the same thing with Cook. Taking Cook at 5 isn't going to... It's going to present more risk than you want to present to the situation. So you want to trade down. You want to potentially draft a guy like DJ, and trade him for Cook because you probably can. But if you want Cook, if you want to Cook in 2019, then I'm okay if you reach for him at 6 or 7. I just think you're not maximizing the value, which it'll be okay if he finishes that high. Okay, back back to the drawing board here. So Bell, I like Love Bell. The I believe the, the, the wide receiver, or the... The most receptions from anybody on that Jets roster in 2019 was 50. Um, it looks like the counselor made it. We got a thumbs down. Um, 50 receptions, I think, was the biggest wide receiver production coming out of, of New York last year. So Bell probably won't get the same receptions as he's used to, which I'm okay with because I think the volume will be there, as Larry said. So for me... I can't rank Bell any lower than seven. I probably don't draft him in every league, but at least in one or two leagues, and I play in you know ten to fifteen. I'm going to take Bell at seven every time in this scenario. If all these guys are off the board, I might take Cook at number seven, Henry, to answer your question, versus taking Bell. That would be a scenario where I might reach. So you're right. There are times where reaching is important, and, and I think you do it to say, hey, you know what? I'm getting the guy I believe in. I'm not going to play this ADP game and take a guy I don't like. Take a lap, counselor, for that thumbs down. Whoever did that thumbs down, take a lap right now. Take a lap. Some BS. Uh, Melvin Gordon. Okay, so if you're just joining us, the gray area are the rankings that I've already reordered using my sleeperu.com drag and drop rankings and red out. See this red out feature when you're, he's gone, he's gone, he's, you know, you draft with it. But I ordered them right before I went live in order of ADP. So all the gray area are my rankings that I've already taken care of and reshuffled around. But everything that's not grayed out, we haven't yet got to, and it's still in ADP format. So these are not my rankings in white. These are my rankings in gray, and we're working our way down the ADP list. You hate the five and six spot because if you're drafting high... I love the five or six spot, Henry. I love the six spot. I've never drafted a team I don't like from this from from uh, any other spot. All right, let's go. Let's roll. Melvin Gordon. Uh, I don't know where to put him yet, but we're gonna drop him at least to there until we decide to deal with him later. 
Yeah, Gordon is dug in, Jake. I'm worried about Gordon. Mixon, I don't like Mixon here. I don't like these, these players. Honestly, this is how I feel. Um, I'm this. I'm do, I'm doing this one a little bit different. Before I tried to rank like with the wide receivers, I tried to rank them in still an ADP esque uh, order without going too much into what I really feel. Uh, I mean, I did. I explained it. So, I, example, I had Odell Beckham Jr. as my number one explanation wise, but I put him three or four. With the running backs, I'm going to actually go a different route, and I'm going to rank them kind of how I feel they're going to finish. Again, with caveats along the way of, hey, drop them later than you should. So for me, Damian Williams, let's move Damian Williams here because I think you got to draft Williams more along this range. But this is how I feel. I feel like that's where he belongs in hindsight at number seven. So, Nick Chubb, I believe if you handcuff him to Kareem Hunt, then he belongs there as well. Connor's starting to get near and close to a place where I would draft him or rank him if I could cuff him properly. Uh, but Connor, to me, is falling in the 10 to 12-ish range. Melvin Gordon, I would put Gordon around this range. I don't know how I feel about him holding out. I'm really worried that Melvin Gordon is going to, as you said, dig in and really drag this thing out, which will lead him to more injury. But at what point do we say that we're not going to, you know, draft him? What point do we what point do we dig in and say, hey, I'm going to take the risk? Is it here? Is this ridiculous to draft Melvin Gordon? Or is it ridiculous to get him that late? It's such a tough thing. Derrick Henry, let's look up Derrick Henry. How bad is he hurt? How bad is Derrick Henry hurt? Do we got to cut away from this and do... Yeah, Kerryon Johnson's coming up, don't worry. We're talking about Kerryon, I love Kerryon. Derrick Henry is in a walking boot, hold on. Hold on. Let's break away from this for a second. We'll come back. We got to go to the breaking news. Derek Henry is in a walking. Hold on, do I do it in the radio voice? Derek Henry is in a walking boot after getting injured in Friday's practice. Henry left to practice early Friday and wasn't out there Saturday. Coach, the boot suggests Henry is dealing with some some sort of ankle or foot issue, but details beyond that remain scar, uh, scarce. It could be minor. We'll have to just wait. That's what Roto World is saying. Henry was an off-season um, puff piece, all-star after running roughshod through the entire league. I can't read today. The entire league in close uh, close out 2018. He's expected to be a focal point of that Tennessee offense. That is from Roto World today. Henry in a walking boot. Not very good. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down on Henry given his ADP, to be honest. 
So that doesn't help matters. John Brown impressing while we're at it. Impressing, and it looks like Robert Foster's running with the, the twos right now. I've got, I've got a lot of emails and DMs on that because I'm a big Robert Foster guy. Look, situation can screw a player. I'm not saying it is in Robert Foster's case, but that's why Robert Foster is a like end-of-the-draft guy, a guy with a lot of upside and no risk. Do I think Foster could still wiggle his way into the, the ones? Yeah. I mean, he was kind of banged up and resting. That's why he could be playing with the twos right now. But John Brown's got potential too. So let's not ignore that. Moncrief opening Steelers camp as a starting receiver opposite of Juju Smith-Schuster. Moncrief was one of the offseason's biggest hype pieces around the league, and the buzz isn't quieting as teams kick off training camp. What do you guys think of Mon- Moncrief? Uh, I'm not super sold on him, but I'm also not you know that sour on him. Here's the news on Foster. Uh, Foster has been running exclusively with the second team. A lot of people, again, been dealing uh, DMing me after that, saying, "What the hell, Smitty?" <laughs> he's a, he's a bold, deep reach prediction. So, I, I still love Foster. Foster's loaded with talent. Calvin Ridley sore, not practicing. Golden Tate hit with a four-game ban. <laughs> that sucks for the Giants again. NFL suspended Giants wide receiver Golden Tate four games for violating the league's PED policy. That means Eli Manning's throwing to himself. Yeah, I do wonder what he's going to say. Sonny Michelle returning to practice Saturday, but get ready for the Damian Harris hype train. Theo Riddick released, and this is what everybody wants to talk about today, so let's just get into it real quick and then back to the rankings. Theo Riddick released is huge. Why? Because he's like a 50, 60 reception, whatever the numbers are off the top of my head, 60 receptions a season running back in that offense, and a guy we thought would still probably be looking at that kind. Yeah, the Giants are imploding. How do you pass on Nikhil Harry and A.J. Brown three times? After you get rid of Odell Beckham Jr., I'm thinking, you get rid of Odell Beckham Jr., oh my God, what a mistake. Wait a minute. They could get Nikhil Harry, A.J. Brown, you know, pump the brakes, Smitty, give the Giants a little bit of breathing room to make this work again. They pass on the guy, Nikhil Harry, three times. They pass on Haskins. They get this no-name QB, in my opinion. The, The reason he's a big name is he's related to the Mannings. And the Giants are looking awful, and they bring in Golden Tate. Well, here's your here's your wide receiver, Giants fans. Golden Tate hit with a four-game ban. So, Eli Manning's throwing to himself. But Theo Riddick, back to Theo Riddick. The guy pulls in 50, 60 passes a, a season. Someone's going to absorb a lot of that. It's probably going to be Carrion Johnson. I like Carrion Johnson a lot. I think Carrion Johnson's going to be a potential top 10 running back. He could be top 8 to 10. He could be top 7 to 10. You need to draft him safely. Don't let this buzz uh, climb him into your second round. But in the third round, I'm really okay with, with Kerryon Johnson at this point. But you got to be careful. you got to realize they still have C.J. Anderson. They still could split this up quite a bit because they're going to run a ton. They're going to run back in the Marshawn Lynch-like days. Bevel will do that. You will see 
Marshawn Lynch type excessive use in Carrion Johnson. Maybe unfairly, but this is the tag that he's a little bit injury prone. Yes, Kelvin Benjamin might be signed by the Giants. They're bringing in the big boy. There's your your wide receiver one, right? So Theo Riddick, be, Theo Riddick being released is huge for Kyrion Johnson. Huge. Tony Pollard running with the ones says Roger. And yes, that is a guy to grab. Sand says Kyrion is set up to dominate. I wouldn't be mad at zero running back with Kyrion. Yeah, Kyrion would be a fantastic zero running back player to plug in, but he might go in like a second round now. Watch. Okay, let's get back to the ranking, shall we? Any other news we need to go over? Let's scan through. We did ballads yesterday. Stay away from Drake at his ADP. Um, Antonio Brown should be firing Gurley to practice on Saturday. We'll we'll find out what's going on with Gurley later. Maybe he's carrying some water bins over to the the sidelines, or he's doing something on the sidelines. Okay. Let's get out of here real quick, get back into the rankings. Boom. And we're back. You guys ready? Ready for more rankings? So I'm putting Damian Williams at 7, telling you to draft him later. These are my personal rankings and where I see these guys finishing, but not necessarily where you should be drafting them. It's very, very important that you understand that, especially because I'm going to have to reply to your comments. (laughs) And I don't feel like uh, telling 100 times in a row, don't take Dalvin Cook number 5. Don't take Damian Williams number 7. Don't take Nick Chubb number 9 if you don't have to. Nick Chubb has to have Kareem Hunt to warrant this number 9 overall ranking for me. Know that. And I don't care if you think that's a wasted pick. That's how I feel. Because to me, a guy like Nick Chubb, if he's going to break down, the odds are it's going to happen in week 10, week 11, week 12. So if you have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb's your your guy, who I think is going to blow up, I'm not saying Nick Chubb will be replaced. That's not what my Kareem Hunt stance is about. It's about having that the duo because you don't miss a beat if Kareem Hunt gets in there in week 12, week 13, week 14. Even if it's just week 14, 15, and 16, you're protecting. That is a move I make to protect that running back spot. I don't know why that's such a a complex like topic for people where they get so passionate against it. Like Let people that want Hunt draft him. Why do you have to go after people constantly on that? Melvin Gordon. Let's move Connor above him for now. And you might be like, oh my God, Smitty's moving Connor. He's been talking about Connor busting all year. I'm talking about Connor busting all year in the first round range. Connor in the late second, which a number 10 running back ranking would put him in the, the conversation for a late second round pick because you're mixing in Kelsey. You're mixing in, uh, you know, how many wide receivers, handful of wide receivers, bumping Connor to about 18, 19, 20, 22. I would take that risk on Connor if push came to shove, but most likely I'm taking a wide receiver. I'm taking, I'm going a different route. I'm not finding myself owning Connor, but on a ranking, I'll put Connor at 10 and say that's that's legitimate. 
if you cuff him, that's legitimate. Smitty Call, you crazy sand, but you would put Saquon out of the top four. I would I would say that feels borderline crazy sand, but anything can happen, my friend. Stick to your guns, but I, I feel like Saquon needs to be in the top four. No matter how you feel about that offense, he can get it done. There have been running backs in the past. I mean, they didn't have Odell for big chunks of games, and, and Quan still did good. Uh, but I think Melvin Gordon deserves to be ranked here at this point. This could change. I think moving Melvin Gordon down further, I'm okay with that. I understand it. But for now, Melvin Gordon's going to stay there for me at 11 because I think he's a top five to six overall pick if he's back. You could see me drop him down to here if the whole day, every week that goes by, you might see Melvin Gordon fall down here. Don't worry, Dave, we're getting right there. Um, no way I'm taking Mixon or Gurley over Jones, so you read my mind. Derrick Henry, not liking him right now. Um, I like him more than Gurley. I like him more than Fournette, but I'm going to start moving guys above him. I even like Devonta Freeman more. Carry on. Nailed it. Carry on Johnson, guys. We'll move him. We'll move him below Mixon, though. Put him right there. That's where I rank Carry on. Mixon by default is going to rank in the top thirteen because you can trade him. I have serious doubts about Mixon staying healthy. I have serious doubts about that injured offensive line, that injured team. I have serious doubts about two very inexperienced coaches at OC and head coach that have never been head coaches in the NFL before trying to navigate this messy situation in, in Cincinnati. They'll be throwing a ton. That means great news for Boyd. That's great news for A.J. Green. But we're talking about a very cloudy situation. Girly number one, no thanks. Carry on over Jones. Um, that's arguable, but I think this feels about right to me, and I think Mixon right here. Mixon's the guy I don't like ranking here. I'll be completely honest with you, but I think trade value-wise, you almost have to rank him there um, because he can get you, in some cases, top 5 to 10 overall value. People are, are willing to pay the price for him. Freeman, I'm going to move above Henry because Henry's in a boot, walking boot right now. Um, Mac is arguable. I think right around this range. I don't like Fournette this year. I'm going to mark him as... Okay, so here's where you're going to see me move guys up. It may be even ahead of players I've already ranked. Montgomery. Are you ready for this? I think Montgomery is going to be this good when push comes to shove. I think in August, mid-August, we're going to start having to draft David Montgomery in the top 18 to 22 minimum once he starts showing signs of life. David Montgomery, for me, is going to be right here at pick 11. Yeah, you know what? You're right. 10. David Montgomery moving to my 10 spot. Deal with it. How mad does that make you? Let's talk. How upset are you? It's funny because the people in the room usually love it. It's the people later on that stumble upon the stream and are like, 
How are you giving advice, Smitty? Who are you? How can you say David Montgomery can be a top 10 running back? <laughs> David Montgomery is going in the fourth or fifth round. I can't tell you how many drafts I get emailed through my Ask Smitty feature here at sleeperu.com where people tell me, they show me their draft, and they got David Montgomery at freaking fifth round value, and they took somebody that I hate in the fourth round, and I'm like, I would have swapped your fourth and fifth rounder or your third and fifth rounder and taken Montgomery earlier and taken the other player down the way, and still they got David Montgomery. David Montgomery's falling so far. Uh, I just don't get how you have no worries about Cohen taking all the catches because David Montgomery's that good. And Cohen, there's a role for him. There's going to be enough to go around. Cohen doesn't get more than two, 300 rushing yards in this scenario. And heads just exploded, Larry. That's right. Here, we got my first crazy. Connor says, you're insane. Thank you. Are you are you the James Connor? Upset that I ranked you lower? I expect to get a lot of heat for this. I I do. I'm fine with it. It doesn't make me insane. It makes me bold ahead of the curve and also I am telling you to draft him where you should draft him. So, uh who was it that said I was insane? Um, that was, and I'm not calling you out like to Connor. Oh, Connor. Connor says I'm insane for this, but Connor, please, if you just join me, realize that I'm telling you to take him where you can, meaning don't draft him here. We're just talking about how people are taking him in the fourth round. So take Montgomery in the third and fourth round and be ear to ear, happy exiting your draft. Um, Joseph, he might have competition, but you're, you're probably speaking from this perspective of that you don't feel that, that, uh, Montgomery is going to be as good as I do, or that you don't feel he has the natural talent that I do. So that makes sense that you're going to think like that, you know, and that's fine. Differing opinions are okay, but I'm just telling you that for me, I see top five to 10 potential upside for the future. I see top. 10 to 15 running back appeal for the 2019 season. So draft him where you can. Do not take David Montgomery any higher than you have to. I cannot repeat that enough. Don't take Damian Williams any higher than you have to. Don't take Dalvin Cook any higher than you have to. I want to repeat that over and over throughout this mock because I can just see it now. People joining now saying Smitty is saying to take Cook at 5. Smitty's saying to take Williams at 7. Smitty's saying to take David Montgomery in the top 10 running backs. I'm not. This is funny. So, Savvy, I'm not trying to call you out. And I think you're serious. But this is what I deal with constantly, Savvy. No, No offense calling you out here. But Savvy says, but Smitty, this isn't bold when there are a streak of top 10 rookies since 2012. Savvy, why am I getting kicked in the nuts left and right if it's not bold then? And again, I'm not I'm not I'm not going at you necessarily. I'm just telling you what I go through. I get DM'd all the time on Instagram and email saying, Smitty, you're insane. I just got called insane by Connor. Would you would you spend a third round pick on Montgomery? Absolutely, Connor, but if you can get him later, get him later. But Connor just called me insane, Savvy. 
and then you're calling me not even bold. Do you see my struggle? Do you see why my blood pressure gets it rises up when I get hit from both sides? Like, Savvy, meet Connor. Connor, meet Savvy. Connor thinks it's crazy to like David Montgomery in the top 10. Savvy thinks I'm not bold at all. You guys talk about it. Like, I, I hate, I, I, I love it, I hate it. I love it because it's funny. But it's crazy that I get hit with both sides on the topic. I, I, I went through this with Gurley when I said in January, in February, in March, that Todd Gurley was going to be the biggest bus candidate for 2019 when he was going in the top one to five. And I get kicked in the nuts in one sense, like, Smitty, you're a moron. And then on the other sense, it'd be like, on the other side of the coin, I get DMs from people and comments that are like, Smitty, that's not bold, he's done. It's just funny. Savvy, I'm not mad at you. I'm just amped up the fact that I'm dealing with both of this this crap at the same time. It's like, you're not bold. You're bold. You're not bold. You're crazy. It's like, oh. Again, I cannot preface enough. Draft these three running backs as late as you can. If you draft David Montgomery at number 10 overall and you email me and say, Smitty, and I get this all the time, and it's so frustrating, and I feel so bad for the person that doesn't take things into context. But I get I get somebody that says, Smitty, I took your advice, and I drafted David Montgomery number 10 overall. I hope you're right. You better be right. And I'm like, what the hell did you just do? I didn't say to do that. Henderson will be making his way into the top 15. I will find out if something goes crazy. Uh, something happens and unfolds with Gurley, we're going to see him climb. All right, so I'm going to check these guys now that you know not to draft them any higher than you have to. So if you've just joined us, the gray area are my rankings. I've resorted ADP through my sleeperu.com drag and drop ranking system that has red out features. It's the best. Go to sleeperu.com if you haven't already. I'm like trying to point. Sleeperu.com. Don't kick Smitty in the balls. Says Hazel. Hazelnut. Hazelnut says, don't kick me in the balls. Don't kick me in the nuts. Please. Duncan, we covered that in a walking boot. Is Dalvin at 14 too early? Absolutely, freaking lutely not, Peter. In fact, you're, you're running the risk of not getting him if you let him go that far. Jack says, Gurley isn't out to the pasture yet. Well... Um, he's grazing, buddy. He's got one one foot in the pasture. I can't believe there are people who actually do that. Do what? Kick me in the balls? Okay. Savvy Connor. Connor Savvy. <laughs> it's just funny. Like It's like the two worlds haven't met. <laughs> all right, where are we at? So again, I've re-ranked the gray. I sorted these all by ADP using my drag and drop. See this? You can click and drag and drop these around and drag and drop my own rankings to mirror ADP rankings for running backs. Now I'm reorganizing and graying them out when they're in my order that I like. I'm going to say, this is where it gets so dicey. I'm going to say Freeman looks good there. Henry looks good there. Oh, God. 
Gurley, I don't know what to do with Gurley. I hate ranking Gurley because it's almost like I'm committing to Gurley and and I don't ever think I'm going to. Smitty's the bomb. Thank you, Jack. What's the worst advice you gave last year, Smitty? I remember being right. I remember you being right on Mahomes, just wondering if you were what you were wrong on. I'll tell you what I was wrong on. I was wrong on Royce Freeman. Um, I thought Royce Freeman was going to be a top 10 running back. And I think Royce Freeman has that potential. Everybody seems to like him now. So I don't think anybody that liked Royce Freeman was wrong. We assess the situation differently and wrong. And and sometimes situation, that's a perfect example of when you're right, but you're still wrong, in my opinion. So, yeah, Mac, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like this. I know I, know I keep jumping Gurley down, but oh, I just can't. I can't get myself to draft him. Like even even Jacobs, who I, dra- I doubt a lot. Gurley for me is like right around this range because you can trade him. Savvy was just trying to support you, Smitty, for putting Montgomery in the top ten. No, I know, Savvy. I'm just kidding with you, bro. I'm just trying to like. Uh, I'm just trying to give you a sense of what I do go through. So, Savvy, I'm not putting you on blast like I tried to preface from the beginning. I'm just saying <laughs> it's crazy the amount of insane calls I get on both sides of one topic. Smitty, you're insane for liking him. Smitty, you're insane for not liking him. Would I roll with Montgomery in the third round? Absolutely. But the, the weird thing, Jack, is I get people that ask me that. Hold on. I'm going to have a dry throat from yelling. But... The thing is, Jack, I have people that email me their draft list. They've just drafted, like, here, how'd I do? And they passed on Montgomery in the third. They, in my opinion, passed on him, and they shouldn't have, in the fourth. And they still got him in the fifth. So, I mean, in a sense, I'm wrong, Jack, because I don't know who people are drafting with. Henry, breaking news, let's get back. Hold on. Breaking news, Zeke Elliott got an offer. Breaking news, Zeke Elliott got an offer. It says Henry. I trust you, Henry. I don't see it. Is it on Twitter? Hapa dropping the super chat. boy Hapa. Thank you, Hapa. $5 from my boy Hapa. Smitty, who are some late round QBs that you could think you could have at top top five QB upside? So this year you're going to find those guys are veterans, not up and coming guys. Hapa, it's weird. Usually, like last year, it was Pat Mahomes, it's Baker Mayfield, it's guys like that. This year there aren't really other than like Josh Allen. There aren't really any of those players. It's all Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees. Those guys are going in double digit rounds. So Hapa, that's where I'm scooping up guys and cleaning up at my QB2, feeling very safe. If anything happened to my my top QB, and I usually go big with my QB in every league. I don't care what anybody says. I think not waiting on a QB in the fourth round for Rodgers is fantastic. Not waiting on a QB and getting Baker in six or seven is fantastic. I'm owning Baker, Rodgers, and Mahomes in probably 90% of my leagues. I own one of those guys. And if I don't, then I'm drafting uh, those guys late. But I oftentimes, with that approach, still end up getting, um, I'm trying to find this information. NFL Network. 
I don't see the Zeke Elliott news yet, uh, Henry. CBS? All right, let's go to CBS. CBS Sports. If you don't know, I'm on CBS Sports Radio every Wednesday night during the NFL season. And you can join me. And in the past, you had to call in and listen to it streaming live because it's, it's NBC Sports Radio Phoenix. But I, your man, Smitty, will be streaming live my CBS Sports Radio uh, hour on CBS Sports Radio Phoenix. I'll be streaming it live here on YouTube so you can see it from my perspective and listen to me. Uh, on YouTube versus having to go elsewhere. So get ready for that every Wednesday night during the NFL season. CBS Sports Radio, your man Smitty, will be bringing it to you. Um, I'm looking. I don't see it, bro. I don't see the Zeke Elliott news. I'm looking for it. If you guys are wondering what I'm doing. I'm looking for Zeke Elliott. They're supposedly, according to our boy, Henry, uh, yeah, drop the link. Drop the link, pal. According to Henry, there's some Zeke Elliott news that he may have uh, been given an offer. Now, it doesn't mean he accepted it. But they may have extended some kind of extension to them. The Cowboys are going to take care of this. The Cowboys have more to lose than the Chargers do. Um, so let's hope that this actually does end up happening. All right, let's get back to the rankings. And then if we get a link, we'll, we'll cut back and, and take care of that. At Slater NFL, despite the Cowboys extending an offer to running back, uh, Zeke Elliott sources inform inform tell us that the management team has yet to submit a counter offer. Okay. So it looks like it probably isn't it's on CBS. Let's try and find it. Let's try and find it before we get back to the rankings. Hang tight. Let's get it up here so you guys can see what I'm doing. All right, NFL, nothing there. Oh, here we go. You were right. Breaking news from Henry. Smitty called it. Ridley will outscore Julio next year. I think, I think the changing of the guard happens. So, Zeke Elliott reportedly yet to counter long-term extension offer made by Cowboys. What's this guy doing on our screen? Get out of here. The big news in and around the Dallas Cowboys training camp is California and blah, 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 blah. The Cowboys have maintained repeatedly that Zeke is a part of their plans. The Cowboys have submitted an extension offer to Elliott per NFL Network's Slater, Elliott's representative though have uh, rep representatives though have not yet presented a counteroffer. This came from Slater. Despite the Cowboys extending the offer, this is what you posted. Um, so good job being on top. Look at that! I got my own reporters out there. We're live here on YouTube. I got my own reporters bringing the news out of boys. 
add a, let's give you a bell ring. Henry? Henry? Add a boy. All right, let's get back. Let's get back to the ranking, shall we? Let's get back to the rankings. Where are my rankings? Did I close them? Uh-oh. Where are they at? Um, hopefully I didn't close my own window. I might have screwed up the rankings for today. on guys where is it at there we go okay I may have actually reset it reset him Daryl Henderson for me is getting in that range so I think Philip Lindsay I forget where we're at on here I've got to resort him but I think it was like right around that range. But Daryl Henderson, for me, will be breaching this range here. Um, watch, watch Devin Singletary. He's going to climb rankings once he gets a hold of that starting job. Do not be shocked if Devin Singletary starts to breach top 30 overall numbers eventually. Uh, Miles Sanders deserves to be around there. Carson obviously deserves to be around there. Tevin Coleman needs to be grabbed near this range right here. Tevin Coleman is dropping so far. And with McKinnon being released, Tevin Coleman steps into a great situation. Uh, super chat from Mikado. Thank you, sir. Smitty, do you... Uh, would you sign Zeke if you own the Cowboys? He's probably the best running back in the league, but he comes with a lot, a lot of what ifs. Yeah, I absolutely would sign him. He's a ticket selling machine. He's their franchise. You have to, I think, bring him in for for that alone. The face, he's the face, man. People love him. People love him. Uh, so it looks like I may have reset this um, by looking for that news. Way to go, Henry. Henry threw me off my game. No, that was totally my fault. So, we'll have to leave it at that other than just talking about these guys and saying that, like, Royce Freeman could be deserving in here. Geist could be deserving in here. Uh, Sanders could be, but I really predicted that's going to be a cloudy situation. Cohen's deserving to be talked about in here. Carson, I think, probably deserves to be, like, up there. Um, Henderson will be a surprise, so many people have him right here. Henderson, to me, is breaching top 25 overall value for running backs, if not higher. Sonny Michelle is very injury-prone, but I think he's arguable right there. 
Uh, Geis eventually could climb for right now. I think Geis is safer in about this range. Devin Singletary, as I said, could climb a ton. Um, Royce Freeman, I think, could climb a ton. Again, I was asked a question, what did I miss on last year? Royce Freeman. I had Royce Freeman ranked really high. And, uh, you know, there's definitely a chance that he can climb up the ranks. Uh, this is another guy that I think needs to be grabbed and looked at higher than people are giving him credit, Jalen Samuels. Samuels has a ton of upside. He could be, him and him and Snell together could win a league. So for me, I'm definitely ranking him around, I'd say, this range. Um, Eckler and Justin Jackson, I don't know who's going to be the guy. So for me, they both just fall. Lamar Miller has some appeal. Lamar Miller might need to might need to be talked about around this range. You know, he's just got that that questionable outlook, but also some upside in that offense. Lat Murray deserves to be discussed around this range. He has some standalone value and some major cuffing value. Uh, James White, I think some people will say I have ranked way too low, but for me. I guess I'd rank him right around there, but I would say that James White is below Tevin Coleman for me. Um, he could be above Sanders, Geis, all those guys, but he's definitely somebody that I'm fading on a little bit. Penny deserves to be talked about around this range, but that's kind of where I think the 24 to 36 might might shake out uh, is in this, this, this range right here. But the guys I like the most, that have the most appeal and home run ability from, from these spots, I'd say would be these guys right here, they literally feel Henderson, Coleman, Samuels, Singletary, even Freeman. They feel like they can explode from these values here and oftentimes are ranked outside the top 30 running backs. Some of them are. And to me, that's just a screaming steal. Uh, another guy I like a lot, so I like Benny Snell, um, Justice Hill, these three guys right here. Let's climb those guys up here a little bit. Let's move Harris up. Let's move Snell up. Snell, you want to get at the tail end of your draft. And Hill. So I'm going to move him up. I'm not necessarily going to take him there. I'm just letting you guys see him. Hill, Snell, and Harris are monsters in waiting. And I think you need to make sure you scoop those guys up in preparation for their rises. So uh, that about does it, man. Mans, fellas, and any ladies watching, uh, We'll drop a super chat if Montgomery finishes top 10 in P. Thank you, Connor. And Connor, we can disagree, man. Doesn't mean I don't want you here. Doesn't mean I don't want you dropping your opinions. People do it respectfully. I love differing opinions. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's all about your approach. And Connor, you were not disrespectful whatsoever. So you keep bringing it, bringing your bad boy self. And yes, I will be expecting that super chat come time uh, for that, that uh, end of your out, you know, Re, I guess, recap. So, on that note, on that note, I think we're done. We have our top running backs ranked. Rewatch it if you want. I'll try and post it in the comments. I might do an article on Sleeper U about it. Uh... You'll have to look back. I, I accidentally just refreshed it. So, How do you feel about the Cowboys rookie running back? Pollard. I like Pollard. I think Pollard could be a decent uh, grab right now. 
hit the thumbs up on the way in. And uh, anybody else have any questions before I jump? I appreciate you joining me today. I love getting 50, 60, 70 people in these lives. And it, it makes me want to keep doing them. So you guys keep showing up and delivering the goodness. I'm going to keep showing up and keep dropping the lives on you because I feel like they're fantastic uh, material. You guys get to get all your questions in and um, it just makes for a good time. So I will see you guys later. I appreciate every single one of you and tell your friends. If you can't tell your direct enemies in your league about the show, at least spread the word at the water cooler at work with people that you don't necessarily worry about, you know, getting more knowledge than you tell people when you're standing in line, you see somebody in a Dallas Cowboys hat, tell them to get on sleeperu.com, the fantasy football show.com. If you go to the fantasy football show.com, it'll take you straight to the YouTube show. So that's an easy way to tell people about it. Go to the fantasy football show.com takes you right to the show. And, and, uh, yeah. All right, guys, peace out for now. I appreciate you get some and get ready for 2019. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show.